This is why with Cody of Habits Podcast. Thanks a lot for listening. This week we're going to be talking about warrior mind and how it relates to creativity. So Warrior Mind is a book written by Dick Morgan. It's Warrior Mind, Strategy and Philosophy from the Martial Arts. And it's interesting because if you look at like Stephen Pressfield and the War of Art, it's along those same lines and the reason why it makes sense to look at martial arts and art because the art is there and it really is kind of a battle internally and externally because art itself or being creative is going to uh, butt you against uh, much of culture you know the whole idea what's the first thing that gets cut (laughs) in school art right Um, commerce and capitalism and art or being creative don't always mix so nicely. So there's a battle on the external in terms of culture, but there's also a battle internal because that um, sense of value or worth that comes from the culture itself, but also from, you know, okay, you have, uh, instead of a direct path, you have an indirect path, and there'll be the highs and the lows. Oh, this is great. You've seen that graph, probably the meme, where they show... The day starts out, oh, this is great, this is awesome, this is incredible stuff I'm making, too. Oh, this is junk, this is just just total trash. And then back up again to, oh, I can't believe I thought this was trash. This is actually pretty good. And down again to, oh, I can't believe I thought this was any good. So Stephen Pressfield does a great job in The War of Art of covering this. In this podcast, though, we're, we're covering, you know, the war warrior mind. And one of the first things to tackle is the idea of yin and yang, which has been, of course, you've probably heard it before and it's automatically mind things, oh, yin and yang, I've heard that before. Take a moment and think about it, uh, specifically with the quote that's coming up next, and how to integrate it into your actual day-to-day. Cosmologically, key represents the vibratory energy generated by the interplay between the two opposing yet complementary forces of the universe. Um, or yin, dark, female, expanding, weak, or yielding, and yang, light, male, contracting, strong, dominating. Maximum ki is generated by a perfect balance of equal um and yang energies, and by an unimpeded flow of these energies as they surge and ebb within the individual. Some say that ki is this flow. But however one translates ki, the concept implies that personal power is generated by unity of focus and enhanced by a balance of energies. If one's key is to be maximized, no single aspect of one's being can dominate or be dominated by any other. The mental cannot dominate, dictate to the physical. The head cannot rule the heart. The right side cannot be stronger than the left. The external cannot overshadow the internal. The emotions cannot negate rationality. Harmony is found in convergence, a coming together of opposites to form a balanced whole. Now, some might look at the warrior mind and think grit, think determination in terms of like um, going at something no matter what you feel or the emotionality of things and allowing yourself to just produce and that consistency is true. This book covers that consistency. But I think if you look at this quote uh, given that there is a bit more of a balance um, intended in the interplay within the warrior's mind and being creative. In in terms of having an art, 
uh, at craft and your life intertwine. It's not just about grit and pure determination, but allowing of different uh, energies to drive what you do. So, for example, instead of saying, okay, I always must do this, allow the universe to say, okay, what if something else were to happen? Lighten up a little bit, maybe, you know, allow some play, or allow yourself to say, hey, you know what, maybe I'm a little burnout, and that whole drive, 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 do, 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 should actually be transposed or interplayed through kind of like the heart in that aspect of the self that's not dominated by just do, 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 but a bit of rest, a bit of play. And the interplay between the two actually produces art, actually produces your best work when there is the balance of key, the balance of energies, the balance of the yin and the yang. And it's taking it to a level that is applicable, mean it's understandable. Everybody's seen yin and yang. Is it, oh, yeah, 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 I, I know all about that. But it's actually looking at that on a day-to-day basis, using it in what you plan and what you don't plan, and allowing the interplay throughout your day and week to happen. Instead of saying, oh, it's bad, I'm, I'm tired, I should just have more coffee and just drive, drive, do, 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 you allow yourself to take a nap. And there's a, a weakness and strength at the same time. And that interplay, I think, is what the warrior mind drives at. There is consistency and there is grit, but there is also a place for emotionality, patience, and dreaming. The book itself talks a lot about focus. Focus is a huge part of the warrior mind. And this next quote goes into practice and focus, how they intertwine together. Quote, You just have to practice and keep on practicing. A life with this kind of focus becomes strong both physically and mentally. Practice every day. Give your heart to it. Eventually the art emanates from within you and permeates everything you do. This is the source of true strength. A big part of this um, focus has to do with choices. And choices are are huge. Here's Here's a good quote for that. Quote, Choices are not always obvious, nor are they always simple. Nor do our choices always have the desired effect on external circumstance. But the act of choosing itself strengthens our personal definition. The more often a person can say, I am who I choose to be, the clearer his or her personal definition becomes. And the more clearly one knows who he is and what he stands for, the more uncomprising he'll be when those concepts are challenged. Challenge from the inside and the outside. Uh, the warrior mind is uh, about that flow, not direct challenge, but allowing the energy as an Aikido to be guided in a different direction. So, for example, you might have a strong desire to go on Facebook, and this may take up a lot of your time, but if you guide the energy towards something where you go on Facebook but look at inspirational art or um, share, go on Facebook and share with the group something that you're creating, you're then not just wasting time looking at 
random things, but you're interacting through, you're interacting with the outside world with the the craft you have, and you're or you're getting inspiration. So your your focus is still upon your creation, and even if you do randomly go off in a direction, is <laughs> Uh, often might happen who who cares right because that's part of the process is just recognizing when there's grit the need for grit and the need for rest um the yin and yang parts that were talked about where that becomes a daily practice okay is this something where i need to just step away from what i'm doing for a little bit of time and am i using this as an opportunity or am i using it to just kind of waste time um so it's not always clear-cut, but when you kind of ask the question more often, what is my focus, what is my intention, um, it becomes a little bit easier to not just to not force yourself, but to guide yourself. Another aspect of the warrior mind is the idea of no mind, or mushin, and Part of this has to do with uh, basically, well, let me give you the quotes and then, and then kind of digest it from there. Um, quote, practice of any art is an act of continuously joining into a learning experience which has no end. It is purposefully altering one's state of being to become a part of the collective consciousness of the art during its manifestation. The do of any art is entirely experiential. That is, how one experiences the art is the art itself. Unquote. Quote, During moments requiring extremes of physical exertion, concentration of focus, one often finds the mind and body fused into one intense and marvelous reality. In such moments, there is no duality. There is only a focused awareness. The Japanese have a word for it, mushin, which literally translates as no mind or the no mind mindset. To achieve this mindset is a primary goal of every student of the martial arts, no matter which form or style. For without mushin, no warrior art is combat effective. But mushin implies much more than a particular state of mind. It implies a personal unity of being that is distinctly different than the normal Western mindset. Unquote. So that's where art, the creation of craft, becomes a merging of realities there is this no mind and sometimes when mind interjects in that process there is a dysfunctionality that can occur i mean you you just you know it's a bump in the road if you start like thinking about all the political garbage or such that moves us in the day-to-day uh social media and, and the like but it's when you are able to let go and that's that's part of the beauty of art is being so focused there is nothing else but that moment of creation it's being able to take that key that energy that balance so that there is a waveform everything's a waveform of energy it's that waveform of energy where we're able to ride that waveform so we go in and out and in that in and out of the waveform we come to a central balance. So we don't let our minds become distracted by either ends of the waveform spectrum because we know there is that evenness in the waveform, the middle. It's quite uh, quite something if you 
take a look at the warrior mind and read the book um, itself. Uh, there's a couple more points, but it's something. It's something to experience. It. it he. He does go into a great detail of of actual physical combat and those moves, but there is an artistic parallel which is beautiful. I'll leave you then with this uh, last quote uh, that's the essence of the warrior mind. Quote, Eventually one arrives at a level of development where one's self-definition and one's self-expression are the same. The art and the artist become one. There is no discord, no hypocrisy. This then is warrior mind. It is a person's intent present in every action and thought is practicing thinking about and visualizing one's art every moment it is eating drinking and sleeping one's art unquote so the whole idea of this is to look at your mind in a different way and what your intent is on the day-to-day so that you can bring some form of balance between the grit of doing and the dreaming part, uh, the visualization and the naps. So that there is that balance and there isn't the guilt associated with going in one direction or the other. And um, it's a hard path to follow. I reread The Warrior Mind and I also reread The Art of War, Stephen Pressfield, on a regular basis to try to keep that balance that commerce tends to swing in a particular direction everything in our society swings to this do 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 like a chant that takes over uh, everything uh, and there is no space for no space there is no space for that person in the hammock that dreams but there is within your own art and when you can cultivate that space, I think that's when your art gets to a different level and you are able to go forth without compromise and with a warrior's mind. Hope you enjoyed this show and this episode and see you in the next one.